This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Basically Famous. Thanks for joining us. We're your hosts, Shelby and Tyler. Welcome to this week's episode. All right. Well, welcome back, y'all, to another episode of Basically Famous. I am so excited today to be sitting down with a dear friend, Hadley. Mm -hmm. And if you have met her, your life has been blessed and you are so much better for knowing her. But I don't want to spill too much about you. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your special guest this morning? Absolutely. So hi, guys. I'm Hadley Kibbe. Um, This is my six-month-old son, Harlow. So if he just decides to say hello to you guys today, just, you know, keep keep listening. I promise his, his information is valid. Um, but no, I'm Hadley. Um, I went to school with Tyler at Tarleton. She's an awesome friend. And thank you for the little sweet introduction, buddy. Um, but no, Tyler, you, you're awesome. Um, I live in Alpine with my husband, Walker. Uh, we've been together for nine years. He's my high school sweetheart. And in April, we will have been together or been married for two years. So been together for a long time. And here's the product of a awesome little relationship. <laughs> That is so awesome. So besides being a mom and a wife, you're also a master's student at Sol Ross, plus you have a photography business. And so talk a little bit about your love for photography and how that came about. So photography to me, when I first started, I took a course at Tarleton in my undergrad um, and I just fell in love with it. I loved wildlife photography. I loved photographing, you know, rodeos and stuff like that and then it just kind of I don't know I guess you would say spilled out from there I started taking pictures of my friends for their senior photos and just from there it's it's grown tremendously into a business where I get to photograph weddings and elopements Um, I'm lucky enough to live out here in the big bin so I get to go to the national park all the time with you know travelers that are stopping through for whether it's family pictures or engagements or whether they're eloping in the park, it's just, it's grown from there. And I've been so, so blessed to, to get to share what I love and capture moments for everybody else. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm a photographer out here. I do that on the side and I'm a full-time uh, student athlete at Sol Ross. I'm on the rodeo team here where I serve as the uh, rodeo club president. So I do that and I'm a breakaway roper and goat tire and just get to do it. I love all around while carrying this little guy everywhere. So it makes life interesting. And you also have a huge heart for serving the Lord and you've been, you've done some mission work and you've led college ministry and you've sang. And so you just do it all. I don't know how you have time in the day, but I honestly don't know how, how it works like that either. I, the good Lord's taking care of me is all I can say, because I'd be scatterbrained as all get out if it wasn't that that way <laughs> I completely agree with that so we kind of wanted to sit down and talk to you about dating and engagement so you said you met Walker in high school can you talk a little bit about how y'all met 
And then y'all did long distance for forever. And so talk a little bit about that and what y'all did to ensure, you know, your relationship continued to thrive. Absolutely. Um, so like I said, Walker and I are high school sweethearts. We actually met, so I rodeo and he rodeos. And so we met at the Texas high school rodeo state finals in Abilene, my freshman year of high school and his junior year of high school. So it would have been 2013. And it was, it was kind of spontaneous, you know, he was sitting under a light pole actually with a, with a buddy of his, and I was out walking my dog and the first words he said to me were like, Hey, I like your dog. And we spoke about that now, but I was like, man, what a pickup line, you know, but apparently it worked. So, but yeah, we, we met at the high school finals and, and have just kind of, uh, you know, been long distance ever since as a freshman in high school, long distance with a, with a junior, senior, and then, and then a college kid, you know, it, it was, it was pretty difficult. Uh, we were, let's see, seven hours apart. He was in Alpine. I was in Meridian just outside of Stephenville. And so we, I don't know how it all happened, but I just know the Lord had his, had his hand upon us and, and somehow long distance worked for us. And, and I know it's worked for millions of others across the country, you know, and he's telling the story his own way, but but yeah, we were, we were distanced for a long time. And so, yeah, that's kind of our backstory. Um, I moved out here once I finished school at Tarleton, I graduated Tarleton and, and I moved out here in, let's see, right at the end of March, because we got married April 11th of 2020. So I moved out here then, and we've been out here ever since. So knowing you, I know that what you planned to be your wedding was not the wedding you ended up having, but I know you believe the wedding you had was so much greater than what you could have ever planned. Talk a little bit about, you know, you were a COVID bride basically, and you and Walker just decided, like, I don't want to wait anymore. You've been together for years and had done long distance dating, long distance engagement, and talk a little bit about that. Right. So yeah, for our two years after he engaged, we had, he doesn't want that. We had originally planned to get married in June of 2020. Um, we had been planning the wedding for a really long time. And, and uh, you know, once the pandemic hit and everything and school was sent online and and our plans just kind of changed, you know, and, and we started thinking, oh my goodness, what are we going to do if we're not able to have this wedding in June? And so uh, <laughs> school went online. So I decided to, to come out here for a, about a week. And we, we, we were out here on the ranch for about a week, just talking, you know, and, and praying and seeing what the Lord had in mind for us. And it was just placed upon our hearts that, you know, we have this time right now. Why not use it? Why not use it for the Lord and, and use it to glorify him and in this season of life. And so we decided to get married the day before Easter, um, in April. And it was the most intimate wedding. It was just us on the side of a mountain with our, with our immediate family. And it was just a day that we knew was ordained by, by God. And we knew for a fact that you know, if it wasn't ordained by God, 
if you're ever living in West Texas and Alpine, Texas, you know, the wind blows tremendously all the time. And we're on top of a mountain. And this day, the wind had been blowing all day long. And as we're driving up to the top of the mountain for our wedding ceremony, it just stopped. It was dead still. And we had our ceremony. And as soon as we said, I do, you may kiss the bride, yada, 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 a big burst of wind blew. And it just reminded me of the goodness of the Lord. And, you know, in, in, in Jeremiah, it talks about his voice is heard high on the windswept mountains. And, and that was just our verse, you know, leading up to that day. And especially now that we could feel his presence on that day and on our wedding day. And ever since then, it's just been a blessing in the least. So throughout your whole relationship, you know, have you had peace during it? And just like when you met Walker, you knew he was going to be the one. And like, what, like, what about Walker do you love so much? I'm sure there's a lot of things, but what is one of your favorite things about him? Uh, one of my favorite things about Walker is his heart. Um, if anybody knows him, they know he's a, he's a big guy. He's a, he's a tall guy and he kind of towers over a lot of people, but I just call him my big teddy bear because he has got the kindest, most sweetest heart, um, in the world. And honestly, he's probably one of the most, um, I'm trying to think of the right word for it, but probably one of the most selfless people in the world. He, he's going to do absolutely anything for anybody. And that's, it's such a blessing to witness, let alone get to, get to experience every single day, you know, but yeah, definitely his heart. He is, he's feeling himself right now. <laughs> so what, is your best piece of advice for someone in a relationship, whether they're doing long distance or not, what is something practical they can be doing now to strengthen their relationship? Absolutely. So, um, you know, one thing that, that I think about whenever I think about us being long distance for so many years and, and like we had kind of talked about earlier is that there's one thing that you have to prioritize. And for most couples, whether they're in person, they, they want to prioritize their, their alone time, right? They, they don't want to be, you know, completely enveloped with that other person that you lose yourself. And for us being long distance, being 450 miles apart every single day, it was the exact opposite, you know, cause we got plenty of alone time. We, we had time to be ourselves. We had time to do our own thing. And so for us, it was prioritizing our time together. Um, it was prioritizing time in the evenings to talk on the phone or whether it was before work or school in the morning. And especially, you know, prioritizing our time to actually see each other in person, of course. But um, if there's one thing that I could say was the hardest thing being long distance is finding time to be together. Um, it, it, it was, you know, making sure we got to see each other at least once a month or, you know, twice every month and a half, maybe if, we're, if, if it's a good month, but just prioritizing time, you know, I think it's easier said than done, of course, but when you're in a relationship with someone that's in the yeah. same town as you, it's a little bit easier, right? And it's a little bit easier to, to become, you know, where you see each other 
eight hours out of the day. You're hanging out every single day. And it's kind of easy to, to lose yourself in a sense, especially, you know, as you're younger and, and, and in the stage of maturing, you know, you can kind of lose yourself trying to fill um, the other person's happiness when that shouldn't be the case. Um, so as a person that's in, in a relationship with somebody in the same town as them or cl in close proximity to them, I would say you have to make sure you have your time, just your time with you, figuring out who you are, talking to the Lord, seeing what he has for you. Um, and the same thing should happen, of course, if you're long distance, it's a little bit easier since you're apart, but definitely prioritizing your time together if you're long distance. That is so good. And I so have seen that in you and Walker in prioritizing. You were on the rodeo team at Tarleton and you served at Timber Ridge on Wednesdays mm -hmm. and Sundays and just um, you didn't pause your life for him. You just mm -hmm. found ways to include him. And Absolutely. so you would bring him to church and you would take him to rodeos or he would meet you there. And I think that's so special. And now you're getting to do that with your son. You take oh. him everywhere. I love that he is always at rodeo practice and the pictures of everyone holding him and watching him. And you are true image of the village it takes to raise a child. And I love that you share that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it, it takes a village. It definitely takes a village. And, and I've got probably one of the best villages out there because there is absolutely no way that I could do it all on my own. I know the Lord has, has definitely had his hand upon me since, I mean, since Tarleton, since before then, even if I didn't recognize that, you know, the Lord has, has definitely um, ordained the steps out before me. And it's just an honor to get to walk in them. And in each season, whether it was a season of pregnancy that, that was a surprise that was not planned by us, but planned by God and getting to walk in that season and just, um, you know, say, it's not about me. It's about what you're going to do through this. And, and now we have this beautiful blessing that gets to go everywhere with us and go to practice with us and be on zoom with us. And, and it's just, it's amazing to get to prioritize time where, right. Like I didn't really change what I was doing I just changed the way I was doing it um so I didn't you know Walker and I's relationship didn't change but it changed the way that we prioritize our time together especially now that we have a little one and so it's the same thing whether you're in a relationship or it's the same thing whether you're in a season um in school and you have a hardship that comes to fit comes up you know you can't change your plan you just have to change the, the way that you're going to achieve it. You have to change the way you're going to achieve that goal. The goal never changes, right? And it's a, like the goal for marriage, you know, the goal never changes. You always want to be, you know, working towards your marriage and working towards your relationship, whether you're engaged or dating, you want to be working towards that goal. And, you know, the, the journey might change and there might be some loops and, and, and jumps to jump over, but the journey is going to be worth it. And you just have to change your outlook so that you're always keeping the end in mind. That is so good. I think that's applicable to anything, not just relationships. So my standing question on the podcast that I ask all of our guests is if you had a billboard, what would you put on it and why? Oh, boy. 
I told you this earlier, I wasn't going to be able to pick just one, but um, if I had a billboard, I think, and, and this is something that I've, I've always tried to try to tell myself. And I've always felt like the Lord has put it on my heart to, to tell other people is be intentional today, you know? So if I had a billboard, I'd want it black, a black billboard with white letters that said, be intentional today, because one, it's easy to read, you know, coming from a marketing standpoint, that's easy to read as you're driving down the highway, but it speaks you know, with so much depth, whether it's being intentional with your work, whether it's being intentional with your family when you get home, being intentional with the words you say to other people um, and the way that you, way that you interact with other people. It's being intentional just encompasses so many things. And so if I had a billboard, I definitely put that on there. And if I had another billboard, I would put you are loved. Um, on that one and I'd do the same big bold letters because you know you are so loved no matter if you're not feeling it no matter if you're not um, being told that God loves every single person so much and I think that it is so inspiring to to know that um, to be able to read his words and to be able to read about the promise that he has for each and every one of us so if I had a billboard, I'd put your loved on it because I think too many people need to hear that, whether they're not, whether they're being told it or not, they need to hear it. And so, uh, yeah, I'd say be intentional today and you are loved. <laughs> I love that. My word for 2022 was actually intentional. Oh, I you love know, that. I wanted to be more intentional with my time, my resources, my words, everything. And so that really spoke to me since that is something I'm currently working on going through a season of learning how to be more intentional. Oh, I love that, Tyler. That's awesome. So thank you so much for hopping on with me. I really appreciate it. I'm even glad Harlow got to come. So I got to see him because oh he's yeah, the cutest baby ever. And one day <laughs> I'm going to get to come visit him and see him. <laughs> yes, we would absolutely love that. No, thank you so much for having me, Tyler, and, and having Harlow. Um, it's, it's definitely close to his nap time now. So he's, he's ready to go down to nap. So, but I appreciate you so much. I love what you're doing here on the podcast and I just know great things are in store for you and for, uh, your journey. So, well, thanks friend.